Welcome to the Vacation Home Help Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping vacation rental owners self-manage their properties. Your hosts deliver short and sweet episodes with actionable advice, tips, and strategies to level up your hosting skills. Whether you are a complete beginner or have been in the vacation home rental business for a while, you are in the right place to get the tools you need to succeed. Here are your hosts, John Candelario and Tim Casey. Now, John, you and I have talked a lot about rental agreements, and you and I both know that if you book with Airbnb or VRBO, they've got their templates that's out there. But what I found, again, another lesson learned that I'd love to share with our community is that I found that creating your own rental agreement has a lot of value because what you as an owner can do is spell out the rules and the guidelines of your home to set the right expectations for the guest. And what I have found is that most guests really appreciate knowing what those guidelines are. And sometimes you're just sharing with them how things work in your home and in your community, like trash. If I'm a guest, I need to know how do I manage trash appropriately? The templates, the rental agreement with all the house guidelines really can add a lot of value to the guest, but also as an owner, it allows you to set the expectations with the guests. So if the guest doesn't take care of your home, you've got that to fall back on. John, what's been your experience? I think rental agreements protect you, but it also helps the guests understand what to expect. So I think every host should use a rental agreement because the standard agreement has some protections in it on the OTAs, but it doesn't have what you find important. It just has what those companies have important to protect themselves. You know, So anything that's important to you, like your house rules specific to your home, or say you have the spa and you have specific rules for your pool and spa, you can put it in there. If you have noise rules, you can put it in there. So anything smoking, right? Like anything that's important to you can be in your rental agreement. And you can include like, you know, the cost if those rules are not followed, but make sure the language is not, you know, abrasive because you can rub people the wrong way, making them sign something. So it should be simple, easy to read, comprehensive, and easy to sign. I mean, they're not going to sign a piece of paper, like a manual hard piece of paper, because that just makes it confusing. You got to print it out. You got to give it to them, scan it. You need to make it easy. There's a lot of um, apps that you could use to electronically sign and send things back. And you could even copy and paste it into the platform like Airbnb and have them say, I agree. Um, There's different ways you can do it, but having them acknowledge the rules you have and sign it before they check in, I think it's a must. And I've found that most hosts don't have a rental agreement. I think that's right. And, you know, John, some of the things that I put in in our rental agreement is I talk about the fact that the house is a no smoking home. And I talk about if smoking does occur, there's a penalty. And that penalty only covers the cost of a deep cleaning that's required to get the ready the house ready for the next guest. I also talk about this is a no pet home unless you have a service animal. We can talk about that maybe in a future podcast, John. And I outline all the specific details of the home so the guest knows exactly what the rules are and what the consequences are if they're not followed. And to your point exactly, I learned this lesson the hard way. In the beginning, my rental agreement was too intimidating. 
And I've now kind of come full circle and I think about it very differently. I think about communicating the guidelines of the home in a very non-threatening, very, very fact-based way to the guest. And most times they appreciate that. And you're exactly right. There's plenty of services out there, whether it's DocuSign or PandaDoc, there's several like that out there that an owner can use to make signing those documents very easy, very straightforward. Absolutely. And there's a lot you need to cover in that rental agreement, like security deposits. That's a really, we'll talk about deposits on another episode, but that's a perfect place for you to explain that, like explain in detail what happens if something's broken, damaged, et cetera, smoking. That's a perfect place to explain what will happen with that security deposit because it's spelled out in legal language, but make sure the language, although it's a legal document, you're not making it too complicated because it needs to be able to be read and understood. Um, And we're not lawyers, right? But you don't need a lawyer to have a rental agreement. Um, There's templates and standard agreements. We'll share one that we use in the show notes. So that's your freebie for the day. You get a template that we are going to share with you so you can edit it as you will. But please remember, it is really responsible to have a lawyer review this before you actually put it into practice. But I do recommend having a rental agreement before you rent out your place because if worse comes to worse and push comes to shove and stuff gets broken, you need to have it spelled out in writing. And you know, Judd, a best practice that I might share with our audience is in the past, what I used to do is wait for the guest to actually reserve the home and then I would send the rental agreement. Well, what I've learned is that guests like transparent information. So now when the person, when the guest first reaches out to me and is just interested in the home, I let them know there's a rental agreement. I share a copy with them so they have a chance to read it and review it. What I don't want a guest to ever do is think that I'm renting a home and then I'm surprising them with this rental agreement. Right. And you don't want surprises, so it's good to set expectations. And the rental agreement's a perfect way to do that. On the next episode, we're going to talk about the house rules, but you want to put the house rules in the rental agreement. That's the place where it goes. So although Airbnb has a section for house rules, you also want to include it in the rental agreement and spell it out in plain English or any other language if you're hosting in a different country um, so that people understand what your expectations are because maybe you know they plan to to come and bring a dog or or to or their smokers and they need to know these things before that they make well they're going to make the booking but they need to know this before they check in um so if you look in the show notes we'll include that template so you can review it and you could adjust it as you will and that'll be your way to get started in having your very own vacation rental agreement thanks for supporting us be sure to rate review and subscribe to the show Visit vacationhomehelp.com and click podcast for more resources on today's topic and more episodes that will help you level up your hosting skills. Let's get social. Connect with us today by joining our growing community of motivated owners at facebook.com slash groups slash vacation home help. As a member, you will have access to sneak peeks and exclusive free resources. You can also connect with other owners with shared interests, learn from each other, the community, and from shared experiences. Again, thank you for supporting us. Until next time, take care.